and we're going live on YouTube, live everywhere. Awesome. So today is a little bit of a different jam. Today is a little bit of a different jam today. Because tomorrow is 9-11 and we just wanted to do a little commemoration for that. I'm going to do a little something with my wife, lovely wife, actually. But first, of course, as usual, we're going to do our prayers. We're going to do a Hail Mary in Latin to start. Nomine Patria, Filiet Spiritui Sancti, Ave Maria, Gratia Plena, Dominus Tecum, Benedicta Tuum Mulieribus, et Benedictus Fructus Venturis Tui Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, Ora Pro Nobis Peccatoribus, Nunc, Ora mortis nostre. Amen. And we're going to do the collect of the day. Today's collect is uh, from St. Nicholas of Tolentino. From his childhood, St. Nicholas was a model of virtue and innocence. He entered the order of St. Augustine and became a famous preacher. He died in AD 1310. Let me turn this music down a little bit. Don't want to overpower. I think that's good. So the collect, let's see, 1040, page 1040. Turn my pages here. 1040. Here we go. The collect is on page 1040. I just got to find it. Here we go. Stand by us, O Lord, while we commemorate your blessed saint and confessor and humbly pray that by his merits, this thy friend may assist us who dare not rely on our own through our Lord Jesus Christ, thy son, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the Holy Ghost, one God forever and ever. Amen. Now we're going to read from the Imitation of Christ as usual. You know, you guys know I like to do that. Today I'm just going to flip it open and see what happens here. Okay, book three, Interior Conversation, chapter three. The words of God are to be heard with humility. Many fail to reflect on them. Christ says, my child, hear my words and follow them, for they are most sweet and far exceed the learning and wisdom of the wise of the world. My words are spirit and life. They are to be heard in silence with humility and reverence and in great tranquility of body and soul. The disciple says, blessed is the person you instruct, O Lord, the one whom by your law you teach, giving rest from evil days. And that's the imitation of Christ, book three, chapter three. Now, uh, I can't be in every screen. Maybe I should turn some of them so you guys can see me. Got so many cameras going. Boom, there we go. Sorry, Instagram, about the light. It's kind of tricky. Getting all the cameras in the right place and the mic and everything. So, 
Let me get my mic set up right. So today I'm just playing some background music that I've made previously and uh, there we go. Got all my cameras right. So we're talking about a little bit about 9-11. I want to do a little bit of a background on it for the people who were not alive or who, you know, didn't experience it at all. Oh, what happened? Oh, next track played. That's okay. So I did have a video like with a little bit about it that I wanted to pull up, but I can't do it because all my phones are taken. But let me see if I can find it online here. Actually, I, I remember most of what happened. So basically what 9-11 was, was um, in 2001, a four planes, I believe, were hijacked by terrorists from the Taliban and Al-Qaeda. And Al-Qaeda was run by uh, Osama bin Laden and uh, another guy that they called, I believe they called him KSM. I don't remember exactly what that stood for. But anyway, they had been planning attacks uh, and carrying out attacks for Oh, wait a second. I didn't even introduce the whole podcast and everything. I'm just so flustered trying to get everything ready. So this is Shalom's Unsnobby Music Hobby Podcast, where we play music and talk about stuff. Sometimes I play live music. Sometimes I just talk. Sometimes I interview people. So today is going to be one of those days where I just play music that I've previously recorded and talk about stuff. We're talking about 9-11 today. So it is Shalom's Unsnobby Music Hobby Podcast. Thanks, everybody, for joining. Let me turn the camera up on YouTube so we can see faces today since I'm not playing the actual keyboard. YouTube, let's see. Got half of a face. There we go. What up, YouTube? All right, now I got my face on everybody. Since I'm not playing the piano, we don't need to focus on the piano. So it's Shalom's Unsnobby Hobby unsnobby music hobby podcast i know it's a long name unsnobby music hobby you can search it on any of the streaming podcast platforms and you will find it uh or go to sdcason.com slash subscribe and you'll find all my social links that's sigma delta c-a-s-o-n.com slash subscribe anyway 9-11 so we had four planes hijacked but a lot of people don't remember before that there were a number of other bombings done by al-qaeda and osama bin laden to basically um you know make the u.s bend the knee to them to say that the u.s was wrong about being capitalist about you know going into the middle east and doing things like i don't know uh buying oil and kind of the whole west had done this thing in the middle east where they were colonizing and changing kingdoms and all these different things whether it's right or wrong that's you know i'm not commenting on that i'm just telling you what it is so anyway osama bin laden was mad about this and he was a rich guy he came from saudi arabia if i'm not mistaken he was rich he was balling and that's the reason why he was able to do a lot of these terrorist attacks anyway so he did an attack on a um, embassy, I believe, in Nigeria, but it was an embassy in Africa that a U.S. embassy that got blown up. A lot of people that worked there, CIA, FBI, had gotten killed. And then he and then there was really no retaliation. There was no response from the U.S. So he said, OK, I'm going to be able to do something else. 
So then he said, hey, we're going to do another bombing. We're going to escalate it. So they did a bombing on the U.S. Uh, as coal. And a lot of people um, who were alive at that time remember that. And then he said, we're going to escalate again. So then he is when they did the bombing of 9-11. So this wasn't just out of the blue, out of nowhere. They hijacked four planes and attacked the U.S. It was a clear and distinct escalation that the Al-Qaeda wanted to show uh, everybody that, how you coming on here and you're sitting right here? <laughs> My wife's on the live stream and she's sitting right here. So that's always fun. Anyway, so um, he wanted to really he probably wanted to do even more attacks after the fact but after that is when uh president george bush who was the president at the time really cracked down and the whole nato um the basically it's like a type of united nations nato uh changed their charter so that they would be able to attack preemptively the terrorist organizations and that's how the war on terror which is quasi over kind of still going on uh that's how it all started when george bush basically declared war on iraq for some reason which had nothing to do with the terrorist attacks and afghanistan they tried to connect the two but in truth years later we know that they weren't connected at all and who knows the real story behind that long story short they hijacked four planes after they've escalated to this point and uh two of them went into the twin towers in new york I think about 2,000 people died there or more. And then uh, one of the planes hit the Pentagon, which is um, in uh, just in D.C. or kind of on the border of D.C. and Virginia. And another plane was heading for the uh, White House. That plane was taken back over by the people, the um, people who were just flying, just normal people. They took over the plane because they saw that things weren't going good and they crashed it i don't know if they crashed it on purpose or while they were fighting for the controls it crashed but those people were able to stop whatever that last attack was going to be all in all about three thousand people died and about six thousand people were wounded on 9 11 and we're just going to talk a little bit about like how it felt that day and kind of you know what it was like for the people who weren't alive so we were um i don't know i guess that was about almost 20 years ago because it's 2019 now so man i don't even know what age i was i have to subtract but we were definitely in high school i'm not going to do all the subtractions but you know we were teenagers at the time so uh, I would start with my experience, but I've been talking for 10 minutes already. So I'm going to go ahead and let my wife tell about her experience. And I'll just kind of be in the background. You'll quasi hear me uh, asking questions to kind of lead her more into like, you know, sharing with us what happened with her that day. Here we go. Um, I remember the kids walking around in the school and a bunch of kids were crying. What's everybody crying for? This is real strange. So I went to class, went to history class, and there was a bunch of kids crying in there too. I'm looking around, I'm like, I'm not gonna ask any questions as to what's going on. Um, and then my teacher turned on the, uh, the TV and they were showing that the Twin Towers were attacked. Um, so before we 
before we go on, what did you feel like when you first heard that? It's like, oh man, that's... I mean, I was born in New York, so whenever we went there, my dad would be like, oh, you know your home if the Twin Towers are here, and oh, now, wow. now they're not there. So it was really strange, and then I thought, like, where's all my family? Like, my grandmother, she lives in New York. She didn't usually travel out of her house too much, but who knows if she was my cousins and, you know. And I don't remember, but I think, I think the phone lines were down, um, if I remember correctly. Um, I know there was a couple of times that the phone lines were down, and so you couldn't get a hold of your family. And that's pretty scary. Other than the first reaction, after you kind of watching things unfold, what were your thoughts? What were your feelings? Like, how, just what was going on in your mind as things were happening more and more and you're just watching it unfold? Just worried about like all the rescuers who were out there and all the people and hoping that they all got out all right. And you see some of the people like, kind of coming out the building barely and uh, I don't know it was just really scary to, to watch okay and when the first tower I don't remember if we saw both towers fall or just the second one but when one of them fell whichever one you remember seeing what was like your your first reaction first thoughts like feelings when the tower was actually coming and it was like I can't believe that just happened <laughs> like it's just gone that building was massive it was huge right yeah and it just went down not like anything I would have ever imagined before I just never thought that would happen so now so now oh it's too loud is that better? All right. So now, after 20 years later, so first of all, when you first went back, better question, when you first went back to New York, what did it feel like? How did you feel? What did you think? Being back in New York with no Twin Towers. It was really strange. You're sitting here looking for these buildings that are no longer there. And the tallest thing now is the Empire State Building, which was not anything compared to the Twin Towers. You gotta look for that, or you gotta look for the Statue of Liberty, which is off in the water. Uh, and hopefully, you can see it. Um, but it was it was a very strange experience. Like, well, are we in New York or not? Wow. So, have you ever visited the uh, memorial that is there? The two big holes, and they kind of turned it into a waterfall. Have you ever been there? And looked in and if you have how did you make you feel what did you think I actually have not been um, I know this past summer my daughter got to go and see it but she wasn't alive when it actually happened so I don't know how much she actually got out of it but she said it was nice she took some pictures um, okay so 20 years later like 
what are your thoughts, feelings, kind of about terrorism, about New York, about the human condition, or like, what is the whole experience of 9-11 taught you, or how has it made your life different 20 years later? 19 years later. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it's just awful that people are doing bad things to good people who are just trying to live their life. Um, you just get up one day and all of a sudden some of those people are gone. And you may not have even thought to like give them a hug or ask them how their day was. You're probably rushing around in the morning and uh, now some of those people are just missing. And my dad uh, was telling me that he actually worked in one of the Twin Towers. And uh, if he had still been working there, then he would have been there at work. Right. So that's also very scary. Just one day your dad goes to work and gone? So I guess that was the case for a lot of people. And of course, we really feel for those people. And I think uh, basically to kind of recap what you're saying is um, and my thoughts, too, on it. I didn't really know anybody in New York. So but the thought that one day, you know, people, everybody there, 2000 people, 3000 people are there in one day they're all gone that just doesn't normally happen so even with other things like mass shootings and wars and things like that you're having 10 people two people uh maybe 20 people uh especially from the united states our military is is very advanced so you're not getting many people dying all at one time i think one of the biggest groups of deaths in one of the wars was like uh, 12 or so people died from a a helicopter crash but it wasn't like a battle okay 3,000 people died that that number is just so mind-boggling but I think what we can learn from it is that you never know uh, and you should try to live your life the best way you can of course I would say to rely on God and uh, try to make sure you're saying that you love your family members and friends as much as possible and trying not to do things that you're going to regret later because you don't know when you're going to walk out of the house and um and not come back so uh another note quick note from my wife we got to share the mic because i'm you know this is broke style podcast you know i don't have multiple mics okay here we go back to her so i did um find a newspaper clipping and I kind of kept that which if you guys want to see it I can show you later um, but it shows where it was hit it's actually pretty cool I believe it was in black and white um, but I mean it, it's pretty scary any last thoughts comments uh, words of advice anything like that Just last thoughts, comments. I just hope people wouldn't do what they do. It just makes it scary to leave the house. Maybe 
that's why my grandmother doesn't leave the house very often. Um, so I hope things get better, but just gotta be that person trying to make it better yourself and maybe other people will follow along. Wow, so a great comment there. What uh, she said was, she hopes that things can get better, but sometimes you have to make things better yourself or at least try to. And I totally agree with that. We definitely need to try to make things better, um, starting with us, starting with our vices, getting rid of them. You know, the seven deadly sins, we need to try to get rid of them. And we need to get the virtues, you know, all the virtues. So that's pretty. Oh, yes. If you want to get the newspaper, we'll show that on screen for the people who are watching the video podcast. Of course, that's on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. All the links will be at sdkason.com slash subscribe. That's Sigma Delta C-A-S-O-N.com slash subscribe. You will find all the social media links at that site. In the meantime, in between time, we're going to be basically closing out the podcast. I know it's a short one today, but it's also a commemoration. Tomorrow, we're going to have an interview with uh, Donnell, who has a clothing brand that has a pretty interesting message. So tune in for that tomorrow, even though it seems like pretty much nobody was tuning in today live. You can always watch the rebroadcast, which is going to be on Facebook, Instagram. Sorry, you guys only get 24 hours. Not quite sure about Twitter. I think it stays up on Twitter. This is my first time doing it. YouTube stays up uh, for all time and forever. So now we have a newspaper clipping that my wife found actually from that day. And this is the Tidewater Hispanic. Wow, this is harrowing. This is a harrowing image that you know, some people might have never seen, showing it to YouTube first. And as you can see there, the um, tower is in flames. This just looks like an image from a movie right here. Gonna show it to Instagram. It's pretty crazy. Facebook. As you can see, the plane has Somebody took that picture right as the plane was hitting the tower. And Twitter. My wife was saying the clearest video <laughs> is on Twitter because that's my newest phone. That's the S8, S10. And it does have awesome video. Over here on Facebook, you guys get the S8. And Instagram, sorry, you guys get the worst phone because I don't just have phones out the wazoo. You guys get the track phone. So anyway, serious topic. We try not to make it too heavy. Um, so what we're going to do now is pretty much close out with a few words from The Imitation of Christ. Great book. Go check it out on Amazon.com. I got the St. Joseph edition, but any edition is good. On the teaching of the truth, or let's see. Oh, I actually have a better one that fits with today's message. It is from book one, Admonitions for Spiritual Life, chapter four. On being prudent in what we accept and do. 
It is not good to be taken in by every word or impulse that comes our way. Seek advice from a wise person of good conscience and be instructed by that person rather than follow your own way. Let me read that one more time. It is not good to be taken in by every word or impulse that comes our way. Seek advice from a wise person of good conscience and be instructed by that person rather than follow your own way. And this has been Shalone's Unsnobby Music Hobby Podcast. Thanks for everyone who will listen in the future because nobody was listening or watching at this current time. But that is okay because uh, I'm sure somebody will see it later and be edified by it. I hope so. Anyway, Lord willing. So that is it for today. Catch me on all the social channels at sdkason.com slash subscribe. Sigma Delta C-A-S-O-N dot com slash subscribe. And you can subscribe to all the social channels where we live stream this podcast, as well as get the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, wherever. In the meantime, in between time, stay holy, my friends, and and God love you. Peace out.